Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favorite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish tech news. Today's Irish Tech News Podcast is presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. And you can follow me on Twitter at TECDR. And now, a word from our sponsor, Agora Pulse. We know how hard it is to juggle all the things in your business. Accounts, meetings, the never-ending inbox. That's why we've teamed up with Agora Pulse to give you more than five hours back a week when it comes to managing your social media marketing. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. Go to www.agorapulse.com forward slash Irish Tech News to get one month free. Now all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. Hi, welcome to this Irish Tech News podcast. Today in today's podcast, I have Johnny Cosgrove, CEO and co-founder of Medium Room, and Rowena Hennigan, founder of Row Remote, a lecturer in remote work at TU Dublin. They're on this podcast today because they're included in 2021 Remote Influencer Report by Remote. So good afternoon, Johnny and Rowena, how are you doing? Hi Ronan, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing in Dublin? Great. How about you? How are you doing yourself? Not, not too bad, based in Zaragoza here in Spain, but um, I am originally from Galway, so strong Irish connection. So I've been over here in Spain for four years, working fully remote. Alright, now, so guys, tell us a bit about this uh, Remote Influencer Report. After you, Rowena. Remote, remote.io um, would be well known in the remote space. They're a large organization. And actually, this year is the first time they've published this report, to this extent, uh, um, to my knowledge, anyways. And myself and Johnny discovered, along with some other key Irish people in the remote space, that we were listed on the report. And we're delighted to be there under different categories. And uh, we're exactly because we've been around working in the space for quite a few years now. So it's great to get that acknowledgement. Ronan and be included on the report. Johnny, what about you? Yeah, look, it's great to see so many Irish people feature in a global report, especially after a year where the whole focus has been on working from home, working from anywhere, working remotely. Uh, so it's quite an honour to be included, but it's a lot of, lot of great people talking about enabling how people can do this in a more effective way. So, yeah, it was great for Irish Inc. to see so many Irish representatives. I think there was four or five of us, yeah. Marina, you were looking beforehand. Yeah, we were just saying there was a, quite a few on there. Grow Remotes represented Ab- Abadu, Abadu, Abadu. I'm never sure how to say that. Yeah, Vanessa Tierney, yeah. uh, Kieran, Kieran Flanagan as well from HubSpot. So, yeah, it's fantastic to see there's at least uh, five, six people on there from Ireland and I guess it's a it's a flavour of or a reflection of how strong the remote work movement has been out of that little island <laughs> on the periphery of Europe, uh, and and sort of how we've been leading the way, especially all the diaspora as well around the world, who are remote working and, and leading the charge, and that's been evident for a few years with the establishment of Grow Remote and with the establishment of some brilliant examples of co working and co living and different other projects like Arnmore Ireland and Ireland. So we definitely seem to be leading the charge in terms of remote work strategy and thinking. Yeah, and earlier you were talking off air, you were talking about the fact that for the benefits include, like if you're working for a company, benefits are personal and also 
for the UN sustainability uh, goals we want to achieve, we're going to help reach them as well. Exactly, and that's why if you zoom out, if you take the kind of umbrella view, Ronan, of the benefits, I mean, as Johnny's just said there, this last baptism of fire of this last year of being thrown into remote work, uh, which is really not true remote work as everyone's been home working in a crisis, really. But businesses have found that they can float, they can keep going. In fact, productivity has been maintained or increased. That's what most of the research is showing. And remote work came to the rescue as a business continuity or disaster recovery method. But moreover than that, what a lot of us included on this report want people to know is that it is a way of life. It has lots of personal benefits, but it's really good for the planet. It's really good for the environment because it decreases carbon emissions. Uh, research shows that it's also fantastic for balancing out diversity and inclusion, given equality by giving access to all types of people to remote work, no matter where their location. And also, of course, because uh, we can look, we can look at equal access to jobs and skills. So it creates a more level playing field. So a lot of the um, sustainable development goals from the UN, if you look at that big macro view, are met by the the, the, the remote work way. Yeah. And for me, I'm thinking, now, if you want to go to a conference, in the past, you have to go somewhere, fly or drive there. Now it can be in remote. So you, your, your boss will tell you, yes, you can, you can go in the conference. Of course, you can hop in and out of the different rooms, because all, all virtually, you can still get your work done as well. Yeah, and look, Ireland Inc. was a remote capital before all this happened, and we're going to be an even bigger remote capital after this, aside from the time zones, and that we're a great place for different kinds of teams to work on a global sense. It's also on the local business and international talent point of view. You can start a business that can grow to be worth a billion dollars starting from Ireland. That wasn't the same only a few decades ago. Yeah. And a lot of that is to do with us positioning really well to attract talent, to attract companies, and to make everything a bit easier. And what we've been a testament over the last year is making it easier for people to actually work remotely. And that's why there's so many Irish people featured on that list, which is a great testament to it. But it's also some great businesses there who are competing on a global scale. And that's why I think it's an important list, but it's more so seeing what that highlights. Remote work, hybrid working, whatever your local vernacular is, getting out of the reaction mode and into the adaption mode. And people are now turning it into a competitive advantage. Luckily, Ireland started a little bit earlier than others, like like we usually do. Yeah, and earlier with Offer, we, we I spoke we spoke about Elon Musk and what he's doing with Kerry with the, with the satellites there to make sure they're getting the right broadband speed to remote work as well, which to me is a great initiative. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and I think there's lots to be said. I mean, the thing is that with that demand, and as Johnny put it, with Ireland Inc, it's, we've been on the map for a while. But I also think what's really interesting is the different education. Uh, initiatives that are coming out of Ireland, the different training, the the innovation in terms of uh, virtual spaces of service like with Meeting Room, Johnny's company, the innovation coming out of lots of other fantastic tech, future first companies in Ireland. And what's happening there is that at both ends you've got the potential for training highly skilled remote ready workers yeah. Uh, through different varies. I mean, there's a plethora of offerings in Ireland, maybe maybe too many. I'd love to see some of those consolidated together. But there's lots of coming out of Ireland in terms of training courses, in terms of undergrad modules like the one at TU Dublin. Fantastic initiatives to start to get the future uh, base of, of graduates, of workers coming through remote ready. 
And then also at the other end, there's lots of innovation uh, in terms of leading the charge and leading, being leading edge in relation to remote work. And some fun, fantastic, and, and that's reflected in the list. Uh, and we were talking before that each, it's interesting because each of the different people represented in the list from Ireland are across lots of different sectors, from education like myself to innovation, someone from HubSpot, a big organization with a big operation out of Ireland grow remote and right through to you know recruitment and everything so it's fantastic to see that that sort of broad spectrum of expertise and innovation happening well it just shows that basically Ireland is a, is, is a great place for innovation and since Apple came here and IBM and uh, uh, Microsoft in the in the 80s we've actually improved from that and grown grown from that and become a better place I think that's true, but I'm a I'm a child of the seventies in Galway when Deck were there, and then they left. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's also a kind of a bit of a boomer bust risk there. Anyone who knows a little bit, if we've got massive uh, foreign direct investment that's maybe concentrated just in one area, and what what we know about remote fundamentally is you it enables distributed workforce. So it enables not just to be located in one area. And, and Apple coming in at the moment, the example you gave, it's so true, or Shopify in Ireland, for example. Their workers can be based in Guidor. They can be based, you know, in all these different rural parts of Ireland as long as they've got an internet connection. And it means that we can spread that employment revenue, that employment income across the whole island. Um, and, and evidence of that is that I'm joining you from Spain, you know, to talk yeah. about this today. It can be European-wide as well. So so I think uh, I think it's important to note that and that the fundamental way remote work works is to give that spread an opportunity to everyone regardless yeah. of location. And I'm going to head off early because you have another meeting to attend to. So uh, uh, I well, do indeed. So thanks very much for the opportunity. I'll leave you chatting. Yeah. That's fine. Johnny, take care. Thanks, Roman. take care. Thanks for wearing your Johnny. See you then, Johnny, the fun thing for me, I've noticed people think like Zoom have now become very popular over the past so many years. Well, look, I mean, they've been around for a while, but because of the pandemic and everything else, it's more involved in remote working when you're doing your meetings, etc., which to me is great. Yeah, the last year has been transformative as, from a mindset point of view as well as an operational point of view. I uh, you know we'd be the same um, looking at it from a look at all the saviors of the last year, the Zooms of the world, the teams of the world, the deployment managers who actually got all that to work on the back end from big to small companies. And that didn't happen overnight. That, that, you know, when Zoom began, I think the great story is everyone said, why do we need to do Skype again? Yeah. You know, at the broadest of levels. But the point is what this has brought everyone around is that look, Remote work, hybrid work, there's a better way of doing things. We were put to the test over the last year, and technology, but most importantly, people supported that. Yeah. So, you know, no tech is going to work just because you landed in front of them on a desk as a download. It has to be something that helps with the behavior of the company and linking in with the existing culture. So a tech, tech doesn't fix anything. Um, it's about how you actually employ these different tools to do it. Yeah. And from the, from the personal side of things, I mean, with, with Meeting Room, we've seen it. Uh, we've had an amazing year. Well, as we were saying earlier on with my, my Irish ink cap on, we're a small company who were able to start in Ireland, who were commercializing this time last year, and we were right place, right time to get, it, get our foot in the door with uh, Fortune 500 companies. And we're now at the point where we've gone beyond the proof of concept, beyond the pilot, yeah. and into actually getting real deployment at an enterprise-wide level. 
and that was helped pushed that was helped pushed by the mindset change um, because you're seeing more and more people flip from either Slack to Teams or getting onto these things for the first time at every nature of business. But where we're, we, we've been focusing on is on the enterprise. And that's been that's been remote for decades. That's not just the last year. Yeah. So I think in answering your question, it's been absolutely fundamentally disruptive to the world how we're going to work tomorrow. None of us know exactly how that's going to be. Um, there's lots of different viewpoints. But I think what we all want and yearn for is a more human way to meet, to talk, to get back around the water cooler, yeah. be that digital or physical. And I do think when we when we figure all this out over the next 12 to 18 months, I think people are going to gravitate towards a different way of working, probably even different to the last six months. But as I was saying earlier on, we're moving from that reactive, how are we going to survive this week, to how can this become a competitive advantage over the next decade or so? And that's where our business has got a foothold in, you know, creating our own vertical. Uh, but again, overall, things like Zoom, things like Teams, like all good tech, paved the way. Yeah, for me, I've, I've come ticket to Clubhouse. I joined it last week. And Clubhouse is a kind of thing that only, that wouldn't have done, like, like what you guys do, wouldn't have worked as well as there was a pandemic. And what I, I just thought, I've heard about it for a while, I joined it, and on it, you're getting all these worlds people that you well known thought you were giving talks on there speaking and normally to hear them speak you'd be paying thousands of dollars and you're getting that free so to me it's great to go into a room and see there's a guy called Kim.com don't know if you, if you know much about him yeah he, he's a guy that I've admired for years and suddenly I'm sitting he's in a room talking about the um, Meghan Markle and the uh, uh, interview with Harry and, uh, and Oprah and uh, I was listening to that so but Half one, two in the morning, I was listening in, and then I said, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. I've had enough, I'm tired. Forgot that uh, my phone was left, it wasn't charging. Woke up at 10 o'clock the next morning. The room was still, was still going on, and Kim.com was still there. The three or four people <laughs> in that room. Uh, look, Clubhouse, for anyone not aware, is a new kind of, what was I describing like some the other day? It's, it's, if anyone remembers Grand Theft Audio, the talk radio, yeah. it's like a crowdsourced version of that, unfiltered on steroids. And it's, look, for, if it's your thing, it's a new social network, and it's, I don't even know what that's going to be yet. And I, I built businesses based on social networks before. I think it's an amazing space, and especially with the audio-only instant get on and listen yeah. in, I think it's really interesting. Um, but again, it's an acquired taste. It's going to fit some people's agenda. But as I've seen a bit more feedback online, you've got some people saying, well, I don't have four hours to give to a, what I could do in a webinar. So it's yeah. very interesting to it see is. different people. It's, again, it's it's subjective. Yeah. Like all good media day you consume. And again, Clubhouse is on the consumer side. Where we fit in is more on the large enterprise, boring yeah. office software. We need virtual reality collaboration yeah. software to get together as a team versus, hey, folks, let's all hop into this on a Friday afternoon clubhouse and listen in while we're offering a beer yeah. to, you know, bond as a team. Because that's just linking what something Rowena was talking earlier on yeah. about. It's really key to just make, make sure we take on board that the human side of what we're trying to get back to. None of us know what tomorrow is going to be. But what I've been privileged to work with over the last few months is companies that are trying to lead on being the best and setting new standards, not just waiting for, you know, I mean, let's say a lot of the people on that list and even remote who put the team, the, the list together, they're helping setting the new best practices yeah. of what's going to be done tomorrow. So it was an honor, I know myself and Robert catching up on this before, we're saying it's an honor just to be included in that list. We're just, you know, kicking off, doing our old things, trying to fit into the ecosystem. But seeing that many from Ireland represented there, 
it's it's such a good point. Forget the tech, forget just the businesses. It's good voices trying to make good work happen. I think that's what's a, a key part of making all this work. Because for me in the past, it would be basically one company would lead, and somewhere like nobody in America, and then those companies would decide when do we follow. What, what, they might say, we're going to follow, but we don't know when, and we're not going to follow. Now we're actually leading, we're not leaders rather than followers, which is great to see. But you guys, what you guys are doing is, is fantastic. And normally in the past, that would be something we've done with an American company or maybe Facebook or Oculus Rift, which products you've used and all that. But nowadays that's changed and now you're seeing somebody come in and been a disruptor and change how it's done. And because the pandemic has come along, that's helped you to, to do that and it's given you an edge. Yeah, it's supercharged. And look, like meeting rooms built between Dublin and London, myself and my co-founder are based here. We, 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 we run our company remotely, not because we want to be remote first, but that's just the most obvious way for us to have built this kind of company yeah. up. We're, we're privileged to have built our company in our own tool, uh, in, in a virtual reality room, so that's been fun, um, getting to eat your own dog food, uh, whether you like it or not. Yeah. But again, the key point of that isn't that we've done that fun, quirky way of kicking the business off. It's the fact that, as I was saying earlier on, we've been able to close clients who are global by nature. And... You know, Ireland is has always been a good hotbed of enterprise companies, and we're a VR collaboration company, obviously, in, in, in very many eyes. But at the end of the day, we our customers are who count, yeah. and that, that's been allowed, that's been supercharged by being based out of where we are. That that Ireland Inc. stamp of approval, the support we get from people like Enterprise Ireland, and all the different mentors who be too long to list on, on yeah. a call like this. But in terms of that access. That's something that I, I truly believe is something that Ireland has been setting itself aside for for years. Not just in remote work, but look at crypto, look at fintech, look yeah. at the list of bio things I could talk about. And this isn't just Dublin. This is in every part of Ireland. And that's the key. Every, I think one thing that's come up on a lot of my calls over the last year as people are talking in from different lockdown situations, I've always wanted to live in Ireland. Um, and now maybe I could go work there and make it all work. So I think some of the work, like as we were saying earlier on, Grow Remote and the work they're doing yeah. and enabling that to happen, not just in Dublin, but in, over the entire island. And I think that's part of our superpower right now. You've got great people who are doing good things and they're willing to put the work in. And that's part of the Irish work ethic. But I also think it's about the culture that we've been developing, as you were saying earlier on, since the 70s and 80s. It's been changing. Yeah. And I think the next big the next big gateway is getting even more large companies, not just to set up here, but to begin here. You know, not just uh, after three or four years, once you've set up, set in an Irish office, but getting in on the ground foot. And I've been seeing that happen more and more these back since 2015. So I think the last year, the fact that we've been seeing more of that, even with all the different global things that have been going on, yeah. the global elephant in the room, Ireland's leading out and doing things really well. And I think there's always things we could do better, but I'm also an optimist, and I, I'm very happy with where things are right now, you know? Yeah. Well, right, right now, Johnny, I'd like to say thanks very much for that lightning chat, and uh, hopefully I'll be talking to you, you, you and Rowena again soon, and uh, take care. Absolutely. Thanks, William, for your time. Have a great day. You too. And now, a word from our sponsor, Agorapulse. We know how hard it is to juggle all the things in your business. Accounts, meetings, the never-ending inbox. That's why we've teamed up with Agorapulse to give you more than five hours back a week when it comes to managing your social media marketing. No complicated Excel docs, long emails, or millions of open tabs. Simply manage all your social media channels in one place. 
Go to www.agorapulse.com forward slash Irish Tech News to get one month free. Now all you have to do is figure out how you want to spend those spare five hours. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore Tech News. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.